For all the hype around artificial intelligence, the Office of Management and Budget, as well as current and former Defense Department leaders, say it's a long road ahead before they actually deploy AI. Steps along the way include improving data management, enhancing agency IT, and preparing the workforce. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. It's easy to think that AI will one day reshape the jobs of federal employees, but most agencies are more than a few steps away from making that a reality. Federal Chief Information Officer Suzette Kent, speaking last week at an AFSIA DC summit on AI, said the road to artificial intelligence in government coincides with the three goals of the president's management agenda. Those are data, IT, and the workforce. When we think about the journey that we're on with AI and machine learning, it has a couple of pieces. It has the technology tools. It has the data. And quite frankly, some of the investments that we have to make in data are some of the toughest work that we're going to have to do in the next few years. And then, very important, understanding the impacts to people. And on the people side, that is both the capabilities that we need to le best leverage an incredibly powerful suite of tools, but it's also understanding how this capability fundamentally changes the nature of work. On the data piece, under the Foundations for Evidence-Based Policymaking Act, all 24 agencies subject to the Chief Financial Officers Act must appoint chief data officers and chief evaluation officers by July. President Donald Trump signed that bill back in January. In addition, Kent said that the administration is working on building reusable data tools for the public. We've made a big push to make data available publicly, but when you go out to data.gov, there's a whole lot of data sets, but it may be very difficult to use them. We have to make those more usable and leverage modern technology. And that's talking about how we make data available. Across the agencies, we're using pilots and special initiatives to evolve our thinking about how to bring data and technologies together. On the workforce side, the American AI Initiative, launched by President Donald Trump's executive order in February, aims to train the next generation of AI researchers. Kent said preparing for the future of AI, both in and out of government, requires building a pipeline for future talent. The next generation of the workforce, she said, should not only have the capability to work with emerging tech tools, but also be prepared for how AI fundamentally changes the nature of work. When we think about where we are going in the future, we have to make the investments in our educational system that are going to support the types of individuals and capabilities that we need to have in a long-term marathon. This is not just something we're going to be talking about today, tomorrow, a fad for a couple of years. This is the direction that we're going long-term. Later this month, 25 federal employees across the government will begin coursework at the Federal Cyber Reskilling Academy, which will retrain non-IT workers in cyber-focused roles. We have one of the largest workforces in the world, so we have to be a leader in how we think about those things. So by fully embracing the capabilities, we're looking at how people's jobs change. We're reducing manual work, but we're creating new opportunities in roles that didn't exist before in the federal government. So we are working very closely with OPM to ensure that we're getting those roles set up in a manner that works inside the federal government so that we can get the right talent in. Last week, Kent also met with the government-wide CIO Council. There, she discussed how agencies can build a foundation for AI in government. Some agencies, including the General Services Administration and the IRS, have run pilots to test robotic process automation. That's an algorithm that saves employees time by doing routine tasks for them. But few agencies have ventured into real AI projects. But last week, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services launched an AI competition. Participants will develop algorithms that predict health outcomes based on Medicare fee-for-service data. Those predictions will then be used by frontline clinicians and physicians to provide better data-driven care.
The Defense Department has also made headlines for its work with Project Maven, which aims to get AI out to the battlefield. But while AI pilots are easy to begin, they're harder to scale up. Lieutenant General Jack Shanahan is the director of DOD's Joint Artificial Intelligence Center, or JAKE. He said one of the major stumbling blocks around AI focuses on this paradox. It is easier to start an AI pilot project. It is far more difficult, fiendishly difficult, you might say, to move towards AI at scale. We began to see how you might be able to do that with Project Maven, but I'm really having to reinvent a little bit in Jake because I have a different group of people who are trying to learn the same lessons across the entire department. This is service business. Organize, train, and equip. What we're trying to do is get the dialogue and the action and the movement going a lot faster. While DOD has launched several AI-focused pilots, Shanahan said that Jake serves to coordinate AI projects across the entire military enterprise. Prior to standing up the Jake, Shanahan said there were too many bespoke efforts in DOD competing for limited resources. You weren't cross-pollinating from program to program. It was staying in research and development and maybe getting out as a pilot or a prototype, but we didn't get it across to operational capability. And the vast amount of funding, if you go back and look at the DOD's budgets, to some extent you might find some of this in fiscal year 20 budget, the vast majority of those budgets when it came to AI were for research and development funds. Every day in Project Maven, and we're experiencing the same now that we've got these pilot projects underway in Jake, is there's a whole lot more you need to take into account. You need money to do things like data management at scale, not 10,000 labeled images, but 35 million labeled images. Big difference between those two. After overcoming challenges in data management, Shanahan said the team behind DOD's Project Maven spent most of their time bolting cutting-edge AI tools onto legacy IT systems, but that came with limited success. Shanahan said DOD needs a modern IT architecture to keep up with AI. So every time we come up with a project and there's data that comes out of that, we have to add that data to the common foundation. You cannot get to a future of success in the Department of Defense and AI-enabled capabilities without Enterprise cloud. So enterprise cloud is part of this solution. Every delivery initiative has to be harvested. We have to put something back in the common foundation every time we make progress in any initiative. For all the buzz around AI, it's technology that's been around for a couple of decades, at least since the 1950s. Former Deputy Defense Secretary Bob Work, now a senior fellow at the Center for a New American Security, said AI comes from some humble origins, starting out as expert systems that only PhDs could work on. Expert systems were built manually, often by interviewing subject matter experts and encoding their knowledge into rules. This approach didn't work all that well for two reasons. One, it was very hard for the subject matter experts to explain their expertise, their knowledge, and their reasoning. And second, it required computer programs of great complexity. PhDs in computer science were really required to do these things, so they were hard to develop. But Dr. Peter Heinem, the director of the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, or DARPA, said the agency is making progress on a third wave of AI. That will be able to explain its reasoning to human operators. We're on course with this third, these third wave investments to get to a really interesting place. Now, when we see these technologies going into play, we have the role, I think, of ensuring that things are not deployed before their time, before they're mature, before we understand the vulnerabilities. And we play a big role in that too. Work added that the current generation of AI, Phase 2, has reduced the level of formal education needed to work on the subject. If you are taught in the fundamentals of computational thinking in the 8th grade and the 12th grade, you will be as good at developing ML programs as a PhD. 
Jory Heckman, Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. And you can find Jory's report at federalnewsnetwork.com. Helping your employees learn new cloud skills helps your business become more agile, more resilient, and more secure. Not helping employees learn new cloud skills causes your business to become less agile, less resilient, less secure, less innovative, less profitable, and, well, ultimately less of a business. Don't become less of a business. Try Pluralsight and get your employees everything they need to learn new cloud skills. Learn more at Pluralsight.com vision. As fall fills up with activities and obligations, even a small time saver can feel like a big help. Grammarly is an all-in-one writing tool that makes clear, concise communication easier than ever. So you can finish your work earlier and head off to family dinners, social events, and fall weddings. Grammarly is free to download and works where you do, so every project gets finished quicker. Make sure your writing is free of mistakes with Grammarly's free, comprehensive writing suggestions and get an instant take on how your message comes across with the free tone detector. Let Grammarly Premium's sentence clarity rewrites help you find the perfect words on the first try. You'll be confident writing client emails, deadline-driven reports, and presentations without staying late at the office. Get more time back in your day by writing with Grammarly. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcasts to sign up for a free account. Then get 20% off when you're ready to upgrade to Grammarly Premium. That's Grammarly.com slash podcasts.